Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sci-Fi Unchained. Really quickly, before we get into the episode, I'd like to invite you all to join the Facebook page, Sci-Fi Unchained. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us pretty easily. Um, I want this to grow. I want this conversation to be had amongst fans, uh, myself, everybody. Um, we have a steady following, and it is growing. I want you to be a part of that growth. So please, 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 please go to our social media and get involved in the discussion. Be a part of Sci-Fi Unchained. So, yeah, go. Go do that right now. <laughs> Hit us up. Uh, I, I post fun things all the time from Fireflies, Star Wars, Stargate, Doctor Who, all that good jazz. So, yeah, go and follow us, guys. And uh, like the page, share it, spread the word. All right. Now on to the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sci-Fi Unchained. It has been a hot minute since uh, our last episode. And, uh, you know, when the plague hits, the plague hits. <laughs> I didn't have it, but I did suffer uh, qu quite a bit of tertiary effects uh, along with some other life happenings. Um, I wanted to talk today about one of my last two subjects in the Rick and Morty uh, episode series. This episode, I want to focus on Morty uh, and his... I, my study on Morty boiled down to making your weaknesses into strengths by having those weaknesses remain weak, by, by keeping yourself weak in those areas. It's, it's often a trope amongst generic movies and, and television that, uh, you know, what the villain sees as the, the hero's weakness. Oh, it's their greatest strength, actually. Uh, that hope and love and truth and justice is, uh, and pride and everything. It, no, those are all weaknesses that the villain can exploit, but they're actually what will save the day. Well, Rick and Morty uses, in my perspective, Rick and Morty uses Morty to kind of say, well, no, it, you you don't grow on on what you're uh, in the areas that you are weak in, and you don't shore up those weakened defenses and and turn them into strengths. Right? It's a it's a it's something that's that's used in in the workforce quite a bit, right? Uh, if you're slow on this, that, or the other, uh, if you're not good at something, then you grind it out, work at it, work at it, work at it, and then you become really good at it, right? Well, we we see Morty throughout the couple of seasons that we have so far, and that seems to not be the case. You would think that would be the case, uh, especially in episodes like the... Um, the uh, uh, one where they go on that world ender adventure with with the uh, superheroes in outer space, right? 
and and Morty knows how to uh, navigate through Rick's saw like contraptions and traps and setups for all of the uh, vindicators, right? You would think that, okay, Morty is actually becoming good at handling Rick. Well, he might be growing, but all of his weaknesses are still his weaknesses, right? He, he still has a thing for Jessica after four seasons. <laughs> um, when, come on, man, <laughs> really? Um, so here's the idea I want to play around with. Uh, when a weakness becomes a strength, it effectively changes that character by affecting a variety of aspects of that character, essentially presenting us with the next best, best iteration, right? So they're no longer the same character we know. They're a completely different person. And they are because if, if you change the mode of something, it then becomes something completely different that you're dealing with. If, if you say have, I don't know, a cinnamon roll and you pile on, uh, uh, you know, icing and you do that until the cinnamon roll disappears and is covered in this mountain of icing. Well, it's still a cinnamon roll, but it's not. It's now this mountain of icing that you have to go through to get to the cinnamon roll. It's a completely different thing, right? It's not just covered in icing. It is devoured. <laughs> it's encased, right? Um, so the opposite kind of happens with Morty. Uh, in the evil Morty episode, Rick reveals to Morty uh, one of the reasons he needs Morty, right? Uh, Morty's idiot brainwaves masks his genius level brainwaves. Um, so the feds, the, the government agents that are out to get Rick can't find him. Uh, this is why all the Ricks in all the dimensions need a Morty. It kind of made it, it. It made me think. Well, if this is true, why not use Jerry? Because he's clearly the more incompetent. He's so much more of an idiot than Morty is, right? I can think of a couple of reasons why he doesn't use Jerry. Uh, I think one being that Jerry is too stupid, and it it might dispel the camouflage. Right, um, because we we see regular people throughout the series, and most of them are they're really really stupid. They, uh, so Rick is around Jerry like individuals all the time. He's he's around the dumbest of dumbs. Um, so he might need Morty's specific brainwaves to cancel out whatever tracking technology could find Rick, right? Um, another is that Rick actually wants Morty on his adventures, you know, as a major part of his life, to the point where it's an ingrained part of who Rick is at his core. Because we can see across at, at least all of the iterations of Rick through all of the... Um, 
dimensions, all, all, all of the uh, different universes where we've seen a Rick, there's always been a Morty. There, there are vast and innumerable differences between all of the Ricks, but the one constant that we have seen always be the same is that there are always Mortys. Morty is as a sure thing as there is a Rick. Um, now, we, we see the truth of this, um, this idea of weakness uh, in the case of uh, evil Morty, right? So he takes over the citadel of Ricks. Uh, evil Morty is a genius. He, he is Rick-level genius, right? But with the body of uh, Morty. Uh, he subjugates all of the Ricks and Mortys, killing anybody who gets in his way. Um, so, Morty is no longer stupid. He is now Rick-level intelligent. He, he is super smart. And that completely changes his character. He's no longer the, the protagonist of, of our story, of whatever dimension... He, he, is, he has come from whatever re, uh, reality he has come from. He is now the supervillain because uh, he's even smart enough to out-rick uh, out thousands of ricks, right, and take over an entire city of them. Um, it, but by the way, this idea doesn't mean that Morty has no character development or growth. I mean, we, we see it happen. We, we see Morty adapt and, and uh, be able to change and kind of roll with the punches. But he's still a 14, 15-year-old boy dealing with stuff. And, and it doesn't super, his character development does not supersede who he is at a base level like we might see in most other movies or television, right? Um, we see the appreciated value of Morty in the uh, Vindicator episode, though. Um, we, we see that Morty utilizes his learned navigation of Rick's psyche, right? So he, he can have the most minute developments. Um, but the, the idea that's coming across with Morty seems to be that he absolutely will not change. Um, at least not in any major way. And although the, the end of this current season and the leading into the next season might see that change a little bit. I'm not sure. I mean, there's there's more basic questions that you could you could ask about Morty. Uh, if he's so dumb, why is he so useful on Rick's adventures? Uh, you know, or uh, you know, you could look, you could go back even further. I think season one was the Purge episode, right? Um, if if Morty's character is altered, 
uh, even by like a slightest dial, like if he's given a, a murderous complex, Rick can't handle him. He's like, geez, buddy, I, I gotta, I gotta knock you out. You're, you're too much. I can't, I can't take this. And he does. He, he has to knock him out just to get him to chill. Cause Morty almost turns on Rick too. And Rick's like, all right, nope. I thought this would be fun, but you clearly cannot have any kind of stimulus this obtuse, right? You, you cannot hyper change and, and it'd be a good thing. Could you make the argument for Jerry that he needs to stay an idiot to be useful? Probably. And I think we've already done that. Um, Jerry is going to be the cause of his own death, most assuredly. Uh, like like we saw in this last season where Rick makes him lighter than air, makes his shoes heavier than air. And Jerry, like an idiot, takes off one of his shoes. <laughs> he starts flying away. Um, he, he starts dating that three-titted alien huntress woman. Um, that would have been the death of him. If, if nothing intervenes in Jerry's life, he is going to get himself killed for sure. Uh, with without question, I mean, he develops that aliens app, even though Rick stamps that stamp on his head. Yeah, you want to develop an app? Um, so I, I don't think Morty's quite there. I, I I don't think he's at the end of the spectrum that Jerry is. He can have things about his character that are boosted, that that change and grow. But I think once it hits a peak of, okay, this is going to become a new character, like we see with Beth, Beth is now a new character. And I, I think Beth is one of the characters that has had the most growth and change and progression. I, I think we'll see a brand new Morty that might have his own adventures and might say, you know, screw you, Rick. I can do this by myself. You're drunk most of the time. So I have to do it for the both of us anyway. So what's the use of you? I think we could see that in, in this next season um, where Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon play around with the characters a lot more. But what does that say for us? Right. Um, well, it, it has to do a lot with uh, self-actualization uh, and, and uh, you have to have real honest conversations with yourself about what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What do you, what do you define as strength and weakness and what is objectively defined as strength and weakness? And how does that apply to you and your own definitions? Um and then uh, go even further, S step out on that ledge even further. Okay, how do I utilize these? When should I utilize these? When should I not? Um, is there a way to capitalize on these? Can, can I make uh, a living out of these? 
is, can this lead into a passion of mine? Or could this be something that leads to destruction, whether it be mine or someone I care about, people I don't care about, uh, people I don't even know, right? If, if you, if you have a, say a, a, a strength that leads you to a passion for recycling and you get really, really big into recycling, um, and you start up your own recycling company and a tertiary effect of your company is it displaces people out of their homes or work. And now these small number of lives are destroyed because of your passion for recycling. That is inherently a good thing. It's, it's brought about because of a, um, a, a will to conserve and to, and to protect and to benefit others in uh, the environment around you. But it has this effect somehow that you did not intend um, because it's life. It's the real world, right? And that's how things happen. Uh, things will always have consequences and effects that for the most part, we will not be able to either deter or prevent. Um, we might not even be able to predict them happening. They, they could come out of the blue, just out of nowhere. I, I doubt you, with your imaginary recycling company, could have possibly imagined someone losing their home because your zoning district now will not allow their uh, preferred line of work. They can't get a job anywhere else. They lose their home. They have to go into government housing. And, uh, yeah, and their life is just destroyed, right? They have to be a government drone now for the rest of their life. And you did that. But you did not mean to do that. So dialing this back to our original um, our original question of weakness. Should it remain a weakness? Because you just made that weakness your strength and, and turned it into a passion and now lives are destroyed because you did something good. Uh, and of course that can be teased around and, and played with in many other directions where things are bad or neutral or uh, hyper good, hyper evil even. Um, so I, I stink and love this show, man. <laughs> it, it is so entertaining uh, and stupid and fun and silly, but you can, you can crack it open so many different ways. And in ways that, the creators and voice actors never really intend for you to do. They, they're, they're just making a living and creating something fun. And, and they throw thought provoking things at the wall, seeing what will stick with people sometimes, you know, uh, or they could be 
super geniuses and know exactly what they're doing uh, and spawning all sorts of discussion. I, I don't know. I don't pretend to know. But that is all for right now. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning back in. Uh, I am concluded with a couple of things that were preventing me uh, from recording again, so I'll be doing it uh, on a more regular basis now. My next episode and my last in the Rick and Morty uh, series will be addressing Rick. Um, there's a litany of questions I think I'm going to go through. I don't think I'm going to do the same thing uh, with like with the other characters. Uh, I'm going to focus on a couple instead of just one. I might even break it up into two episodes. I don't know. But uh, that's all for right now, guys. So until next time, uh, live long and prosper, my friends. And may the Force be with us all. <laughs>